0: Now, once again, here's Mark.
1: Well, welcome back,
2: everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, Mark Salem here with Kurt and with Eric from Kurt's Automotive up at I-17 I- in Bell. We've all been friends long before this young buck next to me was even born, Right. Isn't that what it was? I don't know. Close. Close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's close. You guys have known each other for uh, <laughs> we have. before I
3: was working, that's for sure. Well,
2: you are his Alan, and yeah. I have an Alan. Yeah. And, and you are my Eric, or Alan is the yeah. same. So each one of us has a right-hand guy yeah. that kind of takes yeah. care of everything for us. So it makes a big difference. 602 508 Let me tell you about some other shops in town that are, are really good shops. Blackwell Automotive. Oh, Tom Blackwell. If you want to meet a guy that has hit his head so many times on the hood of a car, if you want to see a guy whose brains are just scrambled and every once in a while hits a home run, then go to Blackwell Automotive and <laughs> has to talk to Tom. <laughs> He's at 40th Street and Greenway. He has, a, he has a, his shop divided into halves. He's got the conventional mom and pop
4: So it's just everyday cars and trucks. But on the other side,
2: he's doing vintage work. I seen.
4: I drove by the other day. There was a bunch of older stuff.
2: I mean to tell you, uh, we're talking about $40,000 engine swaps to direct fuel injection with stuff like that. So a 55 Chevy with a high-performance fuel-injected sequential port fuel-injected, maybe even turbo or supercharged motor in it. So he says, I'm really loving that because the transition of the 55 Chevy or whatever happened to be the, cord and the Ford, the Chevy, whatever, into that monster, he says, it really is something. He was also telling me, he says, um, when you do inventory on a monthly basis, he says, you know, what what do you count? And I said, well, we count all the stuff that we have in inventory. So then he calls back a little while later and he goes, do you do washers? And I go, are you kidding me? <laughs> he goes, no. Do you wa- do you inventory washers and nuts and bolts and stuff like that? And I says, no. Those are called <laughs> just general. Yeah. You know, that that's kind of an expense that we yeah. just blend yeah. o- over everybody's bill. That's part of your environmental charges and, and shop, shop supplies. supplies. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said why, and he goes, well, he says, you know, I've been counting washers. You've been counting washers? He did hit his head huh? He did?
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm telling
2: you. So anyway, Blackwell's at 40th Street in Glendale. Tell him that uh, you don't want to pay for any hardware. No <laughs> bolts, no nuts, no washers, no nothing like that. And, uh, and tell him, to, just Mark Salem said to Bill Mark for it. Yeah. And that would be just fun. Anyway, oh, um, we've had a, quite a few discussions about the, this Toyota where um, he talked that, that he had the backseat problem and getting in and out of the car and it was a 03 corolla i've been thinking about that what's the purpose of us gaining access to the trunk flat tire okay good good and groceries or, yeah groceries fine right but is it if if the seat bolts from the inside why would that be that way because if you if you need access to the trunk to, to get the latch open for the trunk you need to get in there so we took the word of somebody who said that it's bolted from, you have to get it from inside the trunk. We did what I always complain about, where you jump to a conclusion.
4: Yeah, because all of the seats on bolt from the inside of the car.
2: And, and they do. And I, that's, been, I've been bugged, that's been bugging me for the last hour, is I don't remember any. But the whole reason, how many times have we taken the back seat out with a long screwdriver, reached through there, and popped the trunk latch and then replaced yeah. the latch? How many times have we done that? I've never had a car where you had to take a torch and cut the seat out. The mm-hmm. whole reason of getting into the trunk is through the back seat is because the rest of the car is locked. Yeah. And nobody's going to break into your car to get into your trunk. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean, come <laughs> on. So, I think the message that I wanted to, to say out loud is: is I did what I don't want people to do. I want to take at face value something I've told and then redirect myself yeah. around that hypothetical. So somebody read on there that an 03 Corolla you can't do that you have to go through the trunk. We go through the back seat for the gas cap for the for oftentimes the cable to replace the gas mm-hmm. cap. We I mean we we're in the trunk a lot especially if we have to access the fuel tank and we can do it through the trunk. Yeah. So I just don't understand and but I'm 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 wrong when I assume that I'm hearing the truth from somebody that says on a th- 03 Corolla you have to go through the trunk to get into the to get the back seat out. I'm with you. I'd be I'd bet I'd bet good money that I could get into that trunk area and take that back seat out. Yeah,
4: yeah. I've never seen one you couldn't. Yeah.
2: So we did what I always blame everybody is you listen to a bunch of old gray-haired guys and they say this and it's the god's word but really we violated mark's rule <laughs> and i did it i'm not blaming he, he you he was
3: probably talking about the quick release to fold the seat down so it was easy to get to so without actually physically having to remove everything
2: yeah it could very well be it could very yeah, well that be. that was
3: probably the easy way to actually get to quick releases through the trunk
2: yeah yeah that see he even brings up another point Oh, but it took you long enough to come up with that. No, I <laughs> thought about what you're just arguing with yourself now, so I figure I'd throw something else in there. No, that's right. I am. <laughs> I'm arguing with myself. Six oh two, five oh eight, zero nine sixty. Six oh two, five oh eight, zero nine sixty. Once again I want to tell you my wife is selling her two thousand fourteen Ford Edge. It's a four door, it's a beautiful car. It's got twenty two inch wheels and tires on it. It's gunmetal gray. Um it's got hundred and forty eight thousand miles on it. Now people are scared of that, but I, I say to this Uh, Of all the engines that we replace, almost every one of them has been damaged by the nut behind the wheel. Yes. Right? Overheat, running low on oil, no maintenance, really bad stuff. Yeah. This car's had um, 22, what did I say earlier? There was uh, a total of 20 oil changes in 144,000 miles. So figure it out. Mm -hmm. And we've done all the maintenance on it and all that kind of stuff. I think you'll agree with me, or do you agree with me, that... 99% 99% of the motors we replace have been run low on oil or abused. Yes. Yes. No question. No yep. question about it. It's the nut behind the wheel that caused that motor to fail. <laughs> it wasn't anything else. <laughs> yeah. And I, I say that with a smile. Yeah. You know, I'm not calling people nuts or anything. Yeah, you are. But most of the time, now, what are the two major reasons that we do replace motors?
4: Overheat and low yeah. on oil. Run
2: it out of oil and okay. then cook it. Yeah, okay. and cook it. And that's yeah. it. And And it's... When the car gets towed in and it goes into the shop, usually everyone can smell, and no one has to open the hood. Nobody has to do anything to know that that thing has been
3: cooked. Yeah, it's like, ooh, look what this one did this time.
2: <laughs> can you look at this? There isn't any spark plug wires on it. He melted all the spark plug wires off of it, and inevitably, it's the husband blames the wife, and the wife blames the husband, or you know, or the kid, or somebody's involved like that. Well, yeah.
4: the red light come on, and it was only ten miles till they got. Oh home. gosh, how many times have we heard that? <laughs> Red means stop. Yes. <laughs> okay,
2: try that on a policeman. Well, the red light came on, but I had a shot at it. <laughs> red means stop. Yellow is caution, and green means go. And when was the last green light you saw? Uh, coming down here, I saw one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> do you remember? Do you, do you remember the green light? Well, the only green I light it was I, I see like ever
4: fifty-eight Buick or something.
2: It, Oldsmobile.
3: Oldsmobile. I think it was the Oldsmobiles yeah. that had the green light on. Yeah. Well, then you don't drive any modern Dodges. Oh, do you have a green light? There's green lights all over. Well, your turn headlights and your... No, your headlights, your fog lights, your turn signals. Yeah, there's green lights everywhere. Oh, that's right. Oh, the- those are those are activity based. We're talking <laughs> well, about diagnostic stuff. Well, you didn't say diagnostic. You were just talking about lights on the dash. Oh no, you're right. I was all right. All right. I'm shutting his mic off. Right. <laughs> He's take always it, been like that, Mark. It's okay.
2: It's okay. It's okay. I can. I'm a big boy. I can live with that. But you're right. I got green. I got lots of green in my dashboard, um, in my Dodge. I, I certainly do. What kind of fuel economy are you getting on yours?
3: What's the dashboard? Oh well, dashboard saying like thirteen five. Okay. How about yours? I run around
4: town 15, 15, 5 on the road. I'll bump empty. I'll bump 20, 21. Okay. And I feel pretty good. I thought until I had talked to you and some other people, because I'm asking a lot of other people,
2: I'm at 16 or 17 in a one-ton Dodge.
3: Then you're doing really good.
2: But it's 93 miles from Payson to Tempe or Chandler and yeah. back and forth. So I'm setting the cruise control. If the speed limit, what, is 65? So I'm at 66 or something like, like 90? That. <laughs> or was that 86? <laughs> no, you go with the flow of traffic. You 95. Just go with the flow. You no, know, you go with the flow of traffic. You can't lead the traffic <laughs> because you go ninety-five and there's going to be a train behind you. Everybody's going knows what's going on. Right. But the answer is 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 I'm pretty proud of a one-ton Dodge Dually diesel with a hundred and forty, hundred forty or hundred fifty thousand miles on it. Um, same thing is is running sixteen, seventeen miles to gallon. That's not bad. Renee will improve. She'll do the reset on it. And Renee will improve it by one mile to the gallon. But the difference is just the RPM. She's just not traveling at the okay, speed that yeah. I And it could be a difference of three or four miles an hour. Okay, we got a caller. Who might that be, Gil? Say good morning to Leonard. Leonard, good morning. How can we help you?
5: Okay, Mark. I'm looking at an answer for Verse oil services, and I see one. Super saver oil change sixteen ninety five or ten dollars off semi synthetic, full synthetic, or diesel oil change. There's no other esters anywhere to describe this thing. So here's how here's how the here's how the break breakdown. After I got done with, with the oil change, okay, okay, I'm ready. twenty dollars and ninety four cents. That's for a filter and five quarts of oil. Okay. Labor, 3 dollars waste disposal, shop supplies, $0.67, sales taxes, toward to $23.30. For a semi-synthetic see, oil now, when change. I see this ad, I say to myself, it's going to give me an oil change from 16 dollars doesn't say anything extra. It's going to be anything extra. So I feel like I got ripped off. I feel like I got ripped off.
2: Is that my shop? before I answer that question? <laughs> I thought would
5: $16.95 Mark, you it would, it would seven, be 16 plus tax.
2: Mark, you would never say twenty three. 23, um,
5: I, 20, well, well enough to be twenty three dollars
2: and thirty oh, cents. Okay, 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 okay. What's your uh, regular oil change for a five quart system? Regular. Seventy five bucks. Okay, seventy five it's conventional. We don't, uh, don't semi
3: blend. We don't do conventional anymore. Anymore. Okay, so semi blend
2: is seventy five. Yeah. What's your synthetic five of uh, five uh, quart?
3: Uh, I think 100, 105, I was, yeah, something I, like that. I think 105
2: is kind of an average. Yeah. So those are what we're seeing as well. We're still pouring lots of conventional. I don't know. We're just pouring lots of conventional. That's what people had. That's what they've been using. They, they're happy with it. On the newer model cars, we're, we're really insisting that we not do that. Cause right, we whatever get right. they call for. Exactly. And yeah. wh- thank you for that, whatever they call for. But, yeah, there are three different kinds of oil changes, and it has to do with a four- or five- or six-quart system. What's
4: the diesel now? Uh, what's our basic? What's the uh, diesel? Around a buck and a half, I think. Yeah, that's what it is. And then you go to the, you're over two hundred for the for the The synthetics, like in my nineteen Dodge and stuff. Right, right. Yeah,
2: the the issue on the oil is is that you really need to go with what the manual calls for. So if it's a 020 or a 520 or whatever, if it's a synthetic, you are better served with that kind of oil. That's going to give you the best fuel economy, the best protection. You can
4: go to a conventional oil, but you've got to back up to three to 5,000 mile oil change intervals, because that's all it's good for. Plus, a lot of conventionals are not the weights that they call for, the 020s. And we have seen a lot of issues Because the tolerances are so tight in these newer cars, if they don't use the right weight oils, we have failures. And see, what he's talking about real quick is, is you take your hands and put them in front of you
2: as if you're praying to your wife for forgiveness, okay? (laughs) Then you rub your hands together fast, like this. That's the motor, right? Mm -hmm. Now, we need to get in there and provide lubrication, carry away the trash, and carry away the heat. Are we better off with peanut butter? the consistency yeah. that's
4: yeah. it and the newer model cars don't like peanut butter no, no they have real tight tolerances and they uh we've seen Failures and camshafts, overhead cams, and and all kinds of stuff because they used the sixteen ninety five oil change when they needed the seventy five or a hundred dollar oil change. I agree
2: with you one hundred percent. We see all kinds of camshaft, but Chevrolet's got their own problems with some camshaft <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so let's shut that yeah. as, set that aside.
4: <laughs> I think what this gentleman was complaining about was the ad for sixteen ninety five, and when he got out the door, he was twenty three dollars. They didn't say anything about the shop supplies and stuff.
2: And that that is something.
4: I can take both sides
2: of that argument. Yeah. Number one, when you go in a Safeway, it gives you the price, but not the tax. Yeah. And yeah. you got tax at the end of the day. Everybody expects yeah. that. Um, The shop supplies and environmental charges is, has become something that you used to just pay for those, but now it's a profit center. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that are charging a big ticket, a lot of money for shop supplies and environmental charges, and I say to myself, that's not my percentage. No. That's
4: not my percentage at all. But by the same token, years ago, I didn't used to break it out, and they somehow I got... Uh, in a conversation with the state and they said well you know when a customer comes in and you lube their door who pays for that squirt of WD-40 you didn't sell them the can and so that's why we put the shop supplies and then that's a taxable item and that's how that gets covered.
2: Absolutely, I agree with everything you said. Yeah. The shop supplies is really those things that we. Our, it pays for rags. It pays it for us to clean your windshield. It pays for us to use a little lubricant on your door hinges and all that other kind of yeah. stuff. It's just the stuff that we can't possibly uh, attribute to your bill. It's just a. a I don't know. It's, it's usually a less than one percent of parts. Yes. Yes. It's something like that. So if even if it was one percent of parts, that's that's a valid thing yeah. as opposed to that. Yeah. Anyway, six zero two five zero eight zero nine 60 and we'll be right back.
0: TV news. It's a love hate relationship. Well, let's be honest, more hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem news channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom. Like you watch anytime on any screen free 24 seven. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's SNC.tv.
6: Tune in to Top Gun Retirement Hour with Alan Kiefer. It's time in America for CRT. No, not what you're hearing in the media. Critical retirement thinking. Understand the process and challenges of retirement planning with best-selling author Alan Kiefer. If you want to succeed at the business of retirement, do it with a plan and a retirement coach.
1: Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. Right here on 960 The Patriot.
0: I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness.
1: That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget.
0: It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything.
1: Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council.
6: The mechanic raised up from under my hood. Welcome back, everybody. In 21 minutes after the
2: hour of... Uh, 11 o'clock and you know what we're going to go straight to the phones because we got people waiting so we're going to go to fred first fred good morning to you how can i help you
5: hey good morning mark so i got a solution for the guy that's calling to get inside the trunk okay um my daughter had a corolla like 2003 locked her keys in the car somebody told me there was a plug a rubber plug on the left side of the driver's seat right by the little lever Where you could pull the plug out, take a screwdriver and push that lever up and the trunk would open. And it worked. There is.
2: I'll be darned. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I probably got all, one
5: on you, buddy. I've been listening to you for 20 years. <laughs> no. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, Fred.
2: So, and, um, Gil, if you have caller ID, would you please copy that number down so that next week I can offer people a phone number for free automotive help 24-7, and we'll give Fred's number out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got me. No, no, you got me. You got me. That's And I'm sitting here going, how did w- none of us have that. And I'm looking at you two guys, and you seem to be on a, in on the trick. Yeah. No, but, no. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh boy. All righty. Anyway, okay, Fred. All right. Uh, and 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 that's not true. We just need to make sure everybody understands that there's no plug there. Okay. <laughs> we need to make sure. But he did get me, Matt. You're up next, Matt. How can I help you? Matt. Matt. Hello. Hey, go ahead, Matt.
7: Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Okay, yes, cool. sir. Well, hey. So, uh, same kind of response to that two thousand three Corolla guy. Okay. Um, I've been through a bunch of these things. Um, maybe all it takes for this guy to get his thing going is to spray a little WD in that lock.
2: You know, that's right something through the keyhole. That that's something that we didn't we didn't we didn't really ask him why his key didn't work or why his lock or his key. Well, didn't no, he did describe
7: that it got stiffer and stiffer and stiffer. And yeah. there's also an interior uh, trunk release. So, you know, there's a couple of ways to look at it.
2: Oh, that's a good point.
7: I'm surprised that the a, woman hasn't,
2: yeah, discovered yeah, well, I mean, the
7: interior trunk release. He's right. He's right.
3: A lot a of need, them they, do have them. Yeah, yeah. You need to grab a grandkid and just shove them in there. Yeah, yeah,
7: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, in the, but then you have your seat problem, Then you got to still get into the through the seats. So. No,
2: you're right. You're right.
7: No, yeah. What... Um, it's a. It, I found that, um, you know, that that lock gets. Um, it gets a little gummy after a while, and WD will, you know, something from the outside might get it, might get it going for him.
2: And and so, just for everybody, if you get WD forty and you shake it up like you're supposed to, it's got the red straw. You just use the key to open the gate just a little bit, and you stick that red nozzle in there, and you go like this. Pssst, that's about all we need. And at that that's point, it. you then put the key back in and work it, work it, work it, and it could very well release and yeah. work fine. Yeah, yeah. that's something it that might we, very well. And and I'm going to give you credit. For that, Matt, because none of us thought about WD forty in the lock, and if we did, we didn't admit it, and we're not going to admit it now because mm-hmm. it's too late. Because you just made us look really bad, and and uh, put down Matt's name as somebody we're not going to talk to anymore. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Matt. Thank you very much. But for you've that been
7: one. great help in the past, and I appreciate your time. Right, great thank show. You. Thanks. Thank you,
2: Harry. Is this Harry? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
7: yeah. Hi, Harry. <laughs> hey, got a disclaimer. Uh, First is my shop, so I've been going to them for a number of years. So, I know, I, I know, I know the boys there. They're very good.
4: Well, how much did they pay you to say that? That's none of your business. Well, oh, hey,
7: <laughs> hey, it's one of those deals. I get a free oil change and a, you know, uh, his wife comes out with a bunch of uh, pastries and whatever. So, you know. Oh.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's no problem. No. When, when
7: I
3: that's hear, not bribery, Mark. It, it's just
2: good business. Oh, it's it's advertising. Advertising and yeah, promotion. Okay, okay, okay. All right. I want to start right. my own YouTube channel. I, I, I want to tell you something. When they say Harry's on the phone, I say, does it hurry? And he yeah. goes, yeah, it's hurry. <laughs> and it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. But he has been a customer of yours for a very long time. Yes, he has. A good one, too. Well, ever okay. since my
7: Duramax days. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> okay, the and the so describe. I'm going to give both of you a chance quickly to describe the good customer. As opposed to, let's, let's go on a 1 to 10 scale. The good
4: customer is certainly going to be a 7, 8, 9, or 10. So what does, what's the E different than the one at the bottom? The good customer's is the one when he walks in the door, you smile and say good morning. The bad customer's the one when he walks in the door, he can't find anybody on the front counter. <laughs>
7: <laughs> and that's experience. That's experience yeah. right there. Boy, there's
2: no cutting that. You, you, sometime, and, and with computers, we all have known yeah. and, and, and admittedly, and I, I'm going to talk for both of us, and if I'm not, then raise your hand and yell BS, okay? <laughs> Most of the comments, I would say 95% of the comments on our computer is is, is something really nice about this customer. Mrs. Jones' husband died in 1988. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Treat her nice. Look yeah. at her customer number. She is 1,100 out of 38,000. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that most all the customer comments that we give staff and that they're allowed to make as well, no one's allowed to put the bad stuff in except Mark. And I'm not, I'm real happy to do that. <laughs> I'm real happy to do well, that. there
4: might be some kind of code or something that would go next to a name.
2: No, the customer can't see, can't see the screen. I know. But, it, but basically, it just says. Um, you know, take the estimate times five and call them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're and they're going to tell everybody I'm really expensive. But they're going to find out that my my estimate was exactly the right repair, so I can live with it. They're going to say yeah. I'm expensive, but you know, sometimes, sometimes you got to flush a customer sometimes, and they do it to us with shops. Oh yeah, so yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. No. So all right. well Harry, um, I'll 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 make sure that your next. Wait a minute, you still got that Duramax?
7: No, no. Hey, I got a Ford now. One
2: fifty. <laughs> well, I that was, was going to participate in your repairs, but I'm not your... <laughs> now because you got a Ford. Yeah, yeah.
7: Well, you yeah, got it one was too. A recommendation from your son, Alan. Oh, you know, I so know. He's. I don't know. Where Alan's not from. there to defend himself, so you know. No, you're right about
2: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he he creates lots of problems. Do you know what he did to me the other day? <laughs> Who knows? He um, the the old excursions. With the seven three, uh, so yeah. he bought one out from underneath me. Yeah, from one of our customers, and then he made it this rock. I was sitting there when you guys were making that transaction, yeah. whatever that was, a few yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And so I went out and found my own, and it's in the shop right now, and the motor's out, and the frame rails are painted, and the engine compartment looks <laughs> brand new. And he put, he left cloth in his. I'm having leather put in, so I mine's a little bit better Le- than, than his. Me. And I told the guys, mine better beat his. <laughs> 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 so dad and son have identical uh, 2001 2000 I think one of them is a one and one of them is a two th- excursion with the 7-3 but you know those are monster motors they are yeah. just monster motors this will be the second Ford my family my personal family's ever owned Renee had, had that Ford Edge and she just got a, a Ford Explorer which is against my better judgment but then again I'm I'm only get to make some of those
3: decisions is that the time. that 3-5 did she get more? the 3-5 yeah yeah and yeah, get rid of it before 120. Uh,
2: you know, um, it doesn't really do any good for me to talk to her because she sleeps with the car guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> and She she, she, she really doesn't care
3: what he has to say. If the water pump a goes out on that thing, you're in trouble. I,
4: I understand.
2: I understand. <laughs>
3: hey,
4: Mark, I, I think Harry's trying to ask a question. Oh,
7: Harry. Um, go Remember ahead. Remember Harry, sorry. the yeah, car?
4: I... Okay. <laughs> yeah.
7: yeah, Harry, go ahead. Oh, well, well, are you there? Yeah. um, uh... <laughs> yeah, sir. I was I was kind of wondering. I I'd get on the internet and look at uh, YouTube a lot because we got a lot of. Interesting and Harry, I'll tell you stuff. what. We're going to
2: put you on hold, and we're going to catch you on the other side of this break. Anybody else? Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. I got thirty four seconds to kill here. And no, you've got
3: that backwards. Oh,
2: 21 I, now. Okay, okay. So anyway, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We have four lines open, and in a very short period of time, perhaps seconds, we're going to have five lines open. <laughs> So if you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960 you got Kurt, I got Eric, and got Mark. You got three brains that have thousands of years of experience and a little bit of
6: mud. <laughs> Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 the Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa. Tune in, iHeart and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason twenty-four-seven.
0: Are you tired of exposing your retirement stock to market risk? How would you like the potential to participate in credited interest from market indexed returns and limit the downside? Join Adam Rosendahl for the Safe Money and Income radio show on Sundays at 1030 a.m. You can also call Adam Rosendahl now for your complimentary customized Safe Money and Income kit and Safe Money and Income book. 1-844-452-SAFE. That's 1-844-452-7233.
1: Hey kids, let mom
0: help
6: with your science project This new mom wants her kids' science
1: project to
6: thrive Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985
1: A metathesis reaction?
6: Compounds, mixtures, and elements Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment (laughs) Whoa Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for their mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect
0: parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.
1: Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council.
6: Whoa, a new digital
1: music player. Thanks, Mom. Oh, I'm glad you like it, because I can't wait to toss the big stereo. And now that we got your dad that big HD TV he wanted, we can
6: throw out our old TV, too. Hold up. You can't just throw out electronics. Really? They need to be recycled or donated. And how would we do that? (laughs) It's so easy, Mom. Today, recycling electronics is just as easy as buying them.
3: Greenergadgets.org has all the info. We just enter our zip code to find a certified recycling center nearby. There are thousands of them, and new ones are being added all the time. Some of our local stores are even certified recycling locations.
0: I like that.
3: Did you know that some of the stuff in our old
6: electronics could be used to make new products and conserve natural resources? Well, okay then.
1: Let's gather them up. Um, what was that website again?
6: Greenergadgets.org. We just enter our zip code and go.
0: Plenty of people start something great in their 40s and 50s. Getting your retirement savings on track is no different. Go to aceyourretirement.org and in three minutes you'll get personalized tips to help boost your retirement savings. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. All about
5: that thing. The monster with the wheels Welcome in back, everybody, 34 to the minutes
2: after the hour 11 o'clock, and I'm going to tell you right now, we're going straight to the phone, and we're going to start work with Norm, because Norm was early, and then he had to drop off, but Norm, I'm going to take you first. How can I help you?
5: Yeah, hi, Mark. Uh, I called, oh, what, three months, two months ago, I guess. I'm the guy with the, with the Toyota Corolla with 100,000 miles on it, and you gave me a recommendation for a shop located in the West Valley. Okay. Now, what I was doing at that time, I wrote that down on a piece of paper on my knee. I was in the parking lot at Costco, <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've long lost that piece of paper. So, if uh, you give me that recommendation one more time?
2: Um, probably Harker's Automotive, 38th Avenue in Indian School is where I sent you.
5: Okay, Harker's Avenue. Now what I'm doing is I'm driving and
2: trying to do this. <laughs> no, 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 pull over, because if you have a crash, and then all of a sudden Jacoby yeah. and Myers and the lawyers well, just, are going to be calling.
3: Just tell me on the so, website and find it. Oh, yeah, you could go to Mark I Salem. I you guys today? Harkers, <laughs> no, remember hang this. Mark. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, Hark- let me, let me r- remember this. It's Harkers
2: Automotive. Harker, H-A-R-K-E-R-S. Larry Harkers Automotive. And if you call Not and you Harker, ask, Harker and,
5: with an H-A-R. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. And then if you, you call see, and the lady answers, her name is Ellen. Don't make her mad. She's the uh, wife of no, Bob, God, who owns no, the place.
7: Make it, never make
2: a woman mad. Never. Oh, <laughs> you don't. You don't want to make Ellen mad because I've seen her wrist, or you know, do wrist. What do they call that? Arm wrestling. Arm wrestling. Arm wrestling guys in oh, them. Oh god. So, oh yeah, she oh, beat no. you. Don't 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 <laughs> say I'll arm contest. wrestle you for my bill because she'll beat you. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember Harper's they used is...
0: to have contests on Wide
5: World Sports or uh Petaluma, California. They had arm wrestling contests. I don't remember that, any of that. But, Harper, okay. Yep. And Parker's. the address again, i am stop. Thirty
2: eighth Avenue in and okay. Indian School. Forty
5: eight? Thirty eight.
2: Thirty eight. Thirty eight. 38th okay. Avenue and in Indian School. All righty, Norm. Good don't luck remember, to you.
0: Maybe?
2: And tell him, right, tell, no, him Mark, tell him Mark Salem says that he's going to send you a coupon for 50% off, but you haven't got it yet. Okay. Just tell him that, okay? I
0: don't want to upset this lady now. <laughs> no, 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 no. She'll
2: laugh and smile and say right. he's been drinking again or something like that. <laughs> so, All right, anyway. 38th and what? My car
0: stopped now. 38th and what?
2: And Indian. Indian School, 38th Avenue and Indian School.
0: Indian School. Okay. All right. All thank, right you, buddy, thank you. Thank you. Right. Thanks so much. Appreciate it.
2: You bet, Bill. You're up next, Bill. How can we help
5: you? Hey, Mark. Good show. Appreciate it. Um, I was looking
7: in the market for a used Corvette, and I come across
5: one a 2004.
7: And long story short, they said the thing is tuned to burn E85. So, where is that? Where do you get it? <laughs>
3: I don't know. My Subaru guy would know, but I don't. He—that's what they run in their Subarus.
2: Okay. All right. So, but let's let me take a different tilt on that. <laughs> Have you ever tuned a car? For any kind of fuel other than the old cars with distributors where we can advance the timing so we can run premium and get a little bit more power right. out of them is there any other reason to tune something for e85 yeah they
3: go extreme timing because okay. they can take they're not as hot as gasoline okay so they, they get of the ethanol yeah okay all right so they they can do extreme tuning on them. Okay. With the E85, okay.
2: but if yeah. you're going to use regular gasoline and you're not going to use the E85, you just don't get as much power. You just don't get oh, as, okay. and it's and it's, it's going to be measurable, but not jaw dropping.
3: Yeah. Uh, depends how it was tuned. Some are jaw dropping. Okay,
2: yeah. okay. Well, so
7: according s- to what they said, they had LS3 heads on an LS2 with, with a uh,
5: supercharger, and it was 720 horsepower.
7: How
4: was your twin turbo Vet, Mark? How many horse did it rate? Uh, you know. Um, I, I, uh, there is no way to
2: comment on that kind <laughs> of a, 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 a statement, yeah. Seth, because the question is, is on one hand, we've got a LS6, LA7 motor here. On the other hand, we've got ethanol in, a, yeah. in that, yeah. and we're going to advance the timing, and we're going to bring some heat to it, but I can advance the timing and bring some heat to it with gasoline, yeah. and I, why do you do that? I You know what I'm it's, saying?
3: They they can actually advance it so much. I've, the Subaru guys just love it that they can. We go run forty, you know, forty degrees timing. They'll run sixty, okay. And they can just throw that fuel in, so they're they are the, just getting. They're massive. also
4: wrapping how many? They're wrapping eight eight nine thousand. Yeah,
3: right. And they're turboed and everything else, and so no,
2: okay. So all right, I got you. So it's not going to drag the starter with base
3: timing at thirty. Well, it's all electronic, so they pull it back down to start it up, and then they run away. Advanced oh, so this and is pushed. a
2: programmable, program, yeah. or programmable atmosphere we're talking yeah. about. Okay. I don't know anything about that like you. Yeah. Um, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of that, yeah. I, and, and I'm not a fan of people saying stuff about this big LS7 motor with 7,000 horsepower and all this other kind of stuff without some kind of documentation.
3: Did they tell him that he'll probably only get six-mile-a-gallon? No, they probably get E85. E85, yeah. Yeah, on E85. You'll probably get six mile gallon. Yeah, because yeah. your BTUs is way down on E85. Yeah.
2: and when he when he gets into to uh, Ganado, Arizona, and he needs a full tank of gas, he ain't going to find <laughs> E85, and no. he's going to have to he's going to have to stick with diesel or regular because uh, <laughs> that's all they got. No,
3: and and they'll run regular. And and my Subaru guys, they they run regular, but they when they go to racing and they want to do long meets and stuff, they fill up on E85.
2: With all due respect to the guys in the Subarus why would you race a Subaru? (laughs) All-wheel drive. I understand that, but, but I mean, mean, you're likely to get stomped by a diesel VW Rabbit. (laughs) Mark, I'm, I'll take you. I'll I, take you out these cars, okay. man. They're wild. Okay, all right, all right. But I mean, you know, Subaru is just not that kind of car that the that the, the the dad's going to say to the son, "Hey, when you turn 16, I'm going to give you a Subaru." <laughs> you <know laughs> <what> I'm saying? <laughs> it's just not a. No, I don't, I don't know, understand. But, but these are cars that are drifting through corners and oh, stuff yeah, like they, that. All-wheel drive. All-wheel drive. Yeah, and so they're yeah. really road racing. Yeah. Little monsters. They're little bitty skateboards with a big motor. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't I don't see I don't see that, but i'm an E eighty five, why would you get something that's like buying something with an ignition system that only appears in one percent of all the cars in the world. Oh, Tesla? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fed you that one, didn't I? <laughs> you were waiting for yeah. that one. No, but I that's mean, my, I, point. I've my point. My point is
6: gas. As, why I've do we... on gas buddy. nobody sells E eighty five.
3: Um I will Mark, get his number. Somehow get it to us. I will contact my supermodel. Oh, I mean,
2: How about this? How about we just do this? Um, go to the website, MarkSalem.com, and send me an email. And uh, and, and I'll, t- I'll make it easy for you. It's Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. And I'll put you in touch with Eric. And um, and uh, and we'll go that way. Yeah. Um, what what we don't want to we want to avoid is, is we, none of us want to be covered up with car questions for the rest of our lives. And so I'm kind of the filter on the front side of yeah. that. But I will put you in touch with Eric. And I just want well, to do that, it for everybody. The
7: 85 was enough to make me think about not doing it.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I it's somebody built something for their own. Tr- they're trying to fill six glasses as much as they can. It may not be those glasses you want filled yeah, yeah. You know, um, i I, um, I but but i 'm not one to talk. I have a twin turbo corvette I have a <laughs> supercharged camaro, neither one of them have e eighty five and neither one of them are slow <laughs> 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 and neither is my dodge truck yeah. and, and and so I mean all of us have just different glasses to fill right, up, right. but the e eighty five I think we struggle because we'll work on a car and not know it has E85, and now we've got parameters and tailpipe emissions that we've never seen before, yeah, yeah. and we don't understand. Yeah. So it's, it's a one percenter, is what I call it. It's a one percenter car. So, you know, that's, that's it. But anyway, yeah. Bill, you know, go to uh, my email address is mark at marksalem.com. Mark is with the K. Salem is like the cigarette. And I will put you in Eric in touch, and you can help him out finding it. Yeah. So anyway, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got open line 602. we got five lines, and we'll be right back.
6: November 8th is coming, and it will be Arizona's choice to continue with the Democrats' blueprint for socialism or reclaim our Republican form of government and stand for freedom. The battle lines are drawn. 960 The Patriot and Wired Differently invite you to join Charlie Kirk, Mike Gallagher, Brandon Tatum, Seth Liebson, and Senate candidate Blake Masters for the Battleground Talkers Tour coming to Phoenix on Sunday, October 23rd. Are you going to stand for this? You haven't been to the border,
0: and I haven't been to Europe. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand the point that you're making.
6: I didn't think so. Join us to dissect the most important election in the history of our country. We'll discuss the economy and inflation, the border crisis, our civil rights under attack, and the real effects the Biden administration is having on this country. The Battleground Talkers Tour, Charlie Kirk, Mike Gallagher, Brandon Tatum, and Seth Liebson. For details, go to 960thepatriot.com. Brought to you in part by Job Creators Network and Midas Gold Group.
3: It takes two of us to deliver a very important message about this radio station, nine sixty, the Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt,
7: and this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity: E Unum, and God, we trust, and Liberty. The three things that set the United States apart.
3: It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional.
7: There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do.
3: When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right, This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it.
7: Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot.
3: When I got out of the Marine Corps, I was not just, you know, working with my physical disabilities. I was emotionally broken. I remember thinking... How did I get here? How? It was affecting me in my marriage. My husband, he didn't know how to help me. He actually called Wounded Warrior Project. Wounded Warrior Project had this thing called Couples Odyssey. It was an eye opener, and it, I think it really saved our marriage. They gave us books and resources and tools on how to help us with that. I just love him. I love you, honey. I you too. Watching her fight for her mental health, fighting for other veterans, fighting for this family, uh, helped me to fight, too. Well, I always loved her, but I love her 10 times more for that.
7: Not all wounds are visible. If you or a loved one are suffering, visit WoundedWarriorProject.org slash not alone.
6: Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Visit managerbp.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association, in partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration.
2: Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, 46 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. The lines are wide open, so if you'd like to call and you have a car question, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We do the show off the show. So as we're sitting here talking, the the gist of what we're talking about is the Subarus with the E85, which is a different kind of fuel. So it's different than regular and super. So the burn time of each one of these fuels is different. So regular, let's just pretend for the radio, is a balloon pop. That's the power, Mm -hmm. a balloon pop. Now, we take the same balloon, and we just hold the, (laughs) and we let it go, and it goes, (laughs) it's a longer burn on super yeah and E85 is even longer than that yeah so one up molecule on regular one molecule ignites a hundred and a hundred ignite a million so the burn is short but on E85 in an exaggerated way one ignites two two ignites four four ignites six six ignites eight so yeah. if the burn is slow it's like a forest fire that just consumes everything as it goes along and that's the difference in the fuels that we're talking as you enhance the octane ability and octane is the resistance to knocking and so I'm not going to throw that out there okay we're just going to leave that alone as you as you enhance that then you have to do chiming change to take advantage of that because if in this circle of, of information that we fire the spark here it could be, so what? The motor says, so what? Half of it's going out the tailpipe because you fired it way too late. So you can fire it earlier because the burn's going to push on that piston for a long time. Yeah. So those are the kinds of things that we think of that, um, that are difficult to, to digest. But by the same token, those guys with the Subaru, when you start go out and look at them, have fun. They're running those all-wheel drives sideways through corners that no Corvette's going to ever handle. No. They're they're not gonna, we're not going to be able to pull the front wheels. I mean, when we go through the corner sideways, it's going to go the way the Corvette wants to go, not the way the steering no. wheel's going. No. <laughs> and, and it's not an all-wheel drive where the, no. cor, the yeah. Subarus are all-wheel yeah. drive. So we have a couple of extra you know benefits there to keep the track, keep the butt behind the steering wheel as yeah. opposed to the butt on the left side of the right side. So anyway, the fun we've had um, when we talk about cars of today, I'm going to kind of close with vehicle emissions. We all know that the vehicle emissions have everything to do with your ability to get good fuel economy and for the motor to last forever, Mm -hmm. right? And all we're doing on vehicle emissions is shutting off the crap that's coming out the tailpipe that shouldn't be coming out of the tailpipe. Right. So if, if I said to you, for every gallon of gas that you buy, a third of it, it's going out your tailpipe. Everybody in the world would raise their hand and say, fix that. Yeah. Today's cars, if you put a gallon of gas through the engine, how much is coming out of the tailpipe? I think 70%, isn't it? You know, it depends on whether it's pre-cat or post-cat. Yeah. And yeah. that's kind of the what, what you're... Before the catalytic converter, and the catalytic converter is like a big furnace. Yeah. Okay? So before the catalytic converter, 70%. Yeah. After the catalytic converter, at the tailpipe, it's single points. The catalytic converter is like a big forge. It's like a big, huge fireplace. And as the fuel comes through the catalytic converter, we catch on fire any lasting fuel molecules. So we burn up whatever didn't get burned by the engine. Now, most people, when they're on the floor on their car, they're going to be kind of flooding the catalytic converter with raw fuel because the motor won't consume it all. The rotten egg smell goes hand in hand with Mm -hmm, that. So you get sulfur. Yeah. And so on on, on times people will say, well, my wife is complaining that she had a sulfur smell. How do you explain to the husband that her foot's on the floor? (laughs) How do you say, well, she's driving like A.J. Foyt then, because there's no other reason for your cat to stink unless you're overloading it with fuel. Right. So, and on the other hand, if I were king of the world, every new car would have a raw egg taped to the throttle pedal, and we would double our national fuel economy. Either that, or you'd have a whole lot of scrambled eggs in the floor of your car, <laughs> you have a dirty carpet, yeah, exactly. But if you were to drive as if you had a raw egg taped to your throttle, you would get tremendous
4: fuel economy, tremendous, right?
2: You, you know, but you don't is, even do th- that.
4: This is funny coming from from you and the conversation <laughs> we just had during the break about. Uh, I don't know what so, you're talking about, and uh, <laughs> we'll just uh, shut him off here. Hold
2: oh, on, just a minute. Which microphone one. is he in? <laughs> that one, that one. Yeah. Okay. That one. Well, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> and and I understand his point. There's some things that are best said between the boys <laughs> that don't go anywhere else. You know,
3: it's something I've I've told my my kids sometimes. Mm-hmm. Says, mom doesn't need to know everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: Okay, now you you, you have been in microphone hell for for the last 30 seconds, so you forget that thought that's on your lips right now. I don't know what thought you were talking about, Mark. (laughs) I think most all of us, um, I think, I'll speak for myself. I love car repair because I like making them run like a sewing machine. I like fixing them when nobody else could. I like the idea that you can add a little bit of power for a little bit of money. I like all of that, but I am very wary, and everybody that knows me knows that I am constantly looking at the tailpipe emissions, yeah, yeah. so I'm not going to give you i 'm not going to build you a car that's going to go out and compl- and, and pollute the air to the tune of ten other cars, right we're just right. not doing that, but we we're going to it's kind of like you're on the floor. You're going to Payson, and I've got the fuel valve in my hand. So I'm going to open it up, open it up, and we're going to go faster, faster, faster. Then there's going to get a point where we don't go no faster. Mm -hmm. And I give it another little open, and we don't go no faster. So then what do you do at that point? Can you have the nozzle in your hand? I'll tell you what I do. I'm going to go close it a little bit and a little bit more for a lean drop. Yeah. And then we're locking down. And yeah. that's what you want. Yeah. You want to consume 100% of the fuel being delivered to the motor, and you don't want nothing
3: coming out of the tailpipe. Right. Yeah. And, and we can do that today. Well, you yeah. said I was in control. I was to turn up the air knob and oh. just give it more air. Oh, you could do that. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Bigger turbo. No, yeah. no, you could do
2: that. You could do that. You could take a diesel and just take the air filter off and build a big scoop on the yeah. front of it and just ram some air yeah. in. Yeah, but you got turbo. You got a turbo on a diesel, so you're already packing the cylinder full of air. And you can put two. We'll turbos tighten that wastegate a little bit more. Oh, we could. Yeah. Yes, we could. There's all that stuff that can happen. <laughs> all that stuff that can happen. We turn the fuel down. But well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <they're, laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to maximize the effect of the fuel oh, okay, delivery. Okay, okay. Yes. but yes. the... There are lots of programmers that you can it, – it's it's um, it's a matter of going into the computer <clears throat> under certain circumstances, and when the computer says to squirt 0. 0.7 into the cylinder, I want you to interpret that as a point eight, and that's yeah. how control modules work. Yes. So we can go in and we just change the parameter slightly. This Whatever this number is, it's plus 1 or whatever. Yeah. And when you get to this number, which is the MS number, then it's plus a hundred percent, and that's Mark Salem. <laughs> 100%. I'm teasing. Yeah. I'm proud to say that we have some cars that that have been altered, but um, all of them are capable of passing the emissions test that they're at right yeah. now. And so, and the emissions test they don't even do your tailpipe; they look in your computer to see if you got codes, and they look in your computer to see if you just reset it yesterday. Yeah,
3: and well, they're actually, you know, you know, there's those little monitors that they uh-huh. had to run. Well, for a while, the, some of the programmers were just zeroing those out, and so yeah. they would always show, show ready. Right. Now there's a double check on those to see if those have been modified. So the ones that have been zeroed when they should actually have something there, they're kicking those out now. Okay. Now, to, 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 we're not teaching them to, to
2: cheat no. here. But what we're saying is, is you can't disconnect the negative part of your battery. No. Uh, at, because you've got some hot rod underneath the hood and think you're going to go to emissions the next day. They're no. going to catch you. No. The yep. monitors haven't been reset. Yep. All that preliminary information's not there, yep. and they're going to know that, and they're going to kick you out. Yeah. Yep. So you drive it for thirty days as if you got a hot cup of coffee between your legs. Okay. You're not going to th- accelerate hard. You're not going to accelerate. You're not going to be stupid. You're not going to do. You're just going to drive it like grandma's sitting next to you, and then after that, they check engine lights off. You can go through emissions. Yep. Yep. So you're going to get you're going to get in trouble if you try to get get past emissions, and they're not going to have you stomp the throttle to the floor. Nope. No. No. So those are the kinds of things that, uh, and I'm not teaching anybody how to get through emissions. You you can have a hot rod and still pass emissions. Yes, you can. You, but you just can't do it one day. You can't clear the codes and then go in the next day. No. All cars fail. Even Grandma Moses' cars fail. Yeah. So anyway, other than the fact that we talked about oil, and I think um, what would I would, he, would it be a good guess that the 020 synthetics, probably your most popular synthetic oil, or the Probably, Or the
3: 520. Or the 520? Yeah.
2: Okay, 020 or 520. Yeah. And pretty much we're going to put in what the car asks for. Right. And there's a sticker underneath the hood that almost always guides us for that. Synthetic oil, just for the rest of you, synthetic oil has a range far superior to what we were grown up in in the 50s and the 60s. In the old days, um, the car, long before uh, 300 degrees, the car was a piece of molten metal. So today we have synthetic oil that can handle 500 degrees, and now we have engine temperatures that are considerably more than we had in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and 80s, but we're doing a good job doing that. So we're not hurting the motor. We're doing a good job, but we have to have an oil that will continue to flow, and oil does a couple of things. Number one, it goes and provides lubrication, and it carries the trash and the heat away, right? Right so that's the three things that oil is supposed to do carry your trash carry your heat and provide lubrication it's a little easier for a synthetic to provide lubrication when you're when your engine temperature's in the 230 to 240 range when you're out there running and gunning because that oil is capable of that, where a lot of oils are going to turn to a tar under those conditions at 250, 260, 270. But instead, synthetic turns to a tar at 500. And frankly, your motor's trash at 350 anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: If you hit 300, you're in trouble anyway. <laughs>
2: you're done. But your oil's still good. And <laughs> <laughs> your oil's still good. <laughs> and how many times have we seen that where somebody brings a car in and there is nothing but molasses and engine parts in the oil pan?
3: Um. Last month, a $40,000 Cummins.
2: Okay, okay, okay. And and, and and you you can look at it no matter what they say. Oh, I changed yeah. my oil every 3,000 miles. No, no he don't. said 30,000. Oh, oh, he did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he admitted <laughs> yeah. it. Okay, good. So, but, m- but most of the time, we, we can see for ourselves. You, yeah. open, you take the oil pan off, and inside you see nothing but peanut butter, black peanut butter, and you see a whole bunch of metal and ground-up metal that you know came from right above it. So this motor's trash. The question is, is how did it get there? You don't have to ask. Yes. Yeah. This, this is an it's a maintenance issue. Yeah. That's all there is to it. It's a maintenance issue. Yes, sir. And so, well, can you can you get it covered under warranty? No, <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to buy this one. <laughs> this is going to be an easy one. Anyway, my email address. If you have a question, six oh. No, that's my cell phone. Never mind that. My email address is mark at marksalem.com. dot com. Mark at marksalem.com. dot mark com. Give me your phone number if you want me to call you. Because oftentimes I'd rather do that than and write forever and uh, and if i call you i'm calling from a blocked line and so if you get a blocked line you can just pick up the phone and say hello and i'll say right away this is mark salem do you want to talk about your car question and you'll know it's me otherwise you can hang up on him like i do everybody else anyway thanks kurt thank you thanks eric thanks and mark i-17 and bell road and uh, does your wife um, still uh, have stuff nice stuff for new customers uh, that We do some stuff It's a little different than in the past, but we're still doing stuff. Okay, that's when I first met you yeah. is your wife would take uh, pastries and stuff to new yeah. customers yeah. and say thank you. Yeah. And that's something that we did in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, and I was always impressed to the fact that you did yeah. that. Yeah. And I know that you're still mad at me because every once in a while I say, Kurtz will still work on your
4: weed eaters and your lawnmowers. Well, we've developed a a pay schedule for that. Weed eaters and lawnmowers are $500 an hour now.
2: Oh, so you've been able to handle my problem (laughs) with no problem. (laughs) No problem. There you go. Good enough. But if you have a weed eater, then Kurt's a little expensive, but he can make it run if you don't need (laughs) to. And he'll even load it for (laughs) string for that kind of money. Anyway, I'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks.